carry on. Hi, guys. And welcome to the Sex and the City Podcast. Samantha's like, he's got the most perfect dad. <laughs> How did this happen? How did they get the message that the ass is now on the menu? I've been dating since I was 15. I'm exhausted. Where is he? Thanks, Ned. Bye. Great sex. Oh. <laughs> Under the stars, I'm a big hard rock. I said in these shoes. Okay. I don't Look at those so. little babies. Oh, come on. Got right flash. there. I'm in heaven. Wow. Right? I'm in absolute Covered heaven. Covered in cats. And look, the cleaning, the cleaning of themselves is when they're truly comfortable. Yeah. All the endorphins are being released from you guys. I'm basically coming without coming. This is fantastic. This is the safe way to do it. Yes, that's that's true. Um, Hello, everyone, and welcome to Carry On, the Sex and the City podcast. I'm Alec Wells. I'm Cat Wells. And tonight with us, back by popular demand, the it's fans true. demanded Literally, it. someone was like, my favorite's Abby. And, and we were so like, well, we gotta have her here she is, Abby Cobb. Hey, guys. Abby. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your number one fan. There is nothing to worry about. You're gonna be just fine. I'll take good care of you. Abby. Yes. It is such a distinct... And wonderful honor to have you with us tonight for another episode of Carry On. You have such a great perspective on the show. You're not a person who regularly watched the show. No. In fact, the only episodes I've seen are with you. And so I like it because I'm not, um, I have no bias. Yes. I have no previously formed opinions about the first time I saw this back in 2007. Right. Yeah. It's all fresh and new. Yes. So tonight, Catherine, tell us the episode that we oh, watched. Oh, well, Alec and Abby and I uh, just watched season four, episode three of Sex and the City, entitled Defining Moments, written by Jenny Bix, directed by Alan Coulter. Those are some familiar names. Mm-hmm. Um, and starring uh, a, couple of, a couple of co-stars that will... Co-stars, guest stars, help help guest me out stars. Yeah, I yeah. would say there's some there's some Day really players, great guest extras, stars. Yeah, who crew. um one of whom um Jim Gaffigan who who is such a household name these days um uh is only around for this episode, but the other two Craig Bierko and Sonia Brago um whose characters will transcend this merely this episode. It's interesting to me because and we'll get into Carrie's um storyline more later, but I just feel like I had this thought when I was watching. Carrie, uh, at the end of this episode, like, kissing this new guy. And I was thinking, you know, with the perspective that we have as constant watchers, Alec and I rewatch all the time, um, we, we think of this, like, rotating carousel of all these men that the women date. And, and I don't think too deeply about this guy from this episode. Like, he doesn't come to mind as, like, one of her great guy- boyfriends, mm-hmm. but he has a multi-episode arc. Yes. Um, and so I, I, I think about what it must have been like to watch this live, and they're like, at the end of the episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, Carrie has a new boyfriend. Like, is that what I forgot that thinking? this was kind of a two-parter. It like, is. Usually most, what's, what's interesting about this episode is most episodes resolve themselves. Like, the storylines resolve themselves by the end. Okay. So it's actually, I found myself even being a little surprised that we ended the episode and Carrie's story, uh, frankly, all the stories except for Miranda, were sort of like just not, they were not resolved yet. There was more story to be told with Samantha, with Charlotte. So let me ask you, with Miranda, I know at the end she said she wanted to dump a person for for dumping, and I'm (laughs) supposing that we're going to get to that, but is that truly, is that the last time you see him? Yep. That was the old old one-off. So we don't get to see the, uh, we don't get to see the the old one offer or the old two? Okay, the number two. The number two. Um, So let's, this episode in general, what was interesting about it is it's it's all about boundaries. What boundaries are we willing to break? What boundaries are we willing to open? With Carrie's storyline, she and Big. Right. they, They were lovers. They were in a relationship. Now they're friends. What What is the boundary there? Right. With Miranda, uh, she has, uh, you could call him an oversharer, I guess. He's a guy who does not... He doesn't overshare. He over... 
Comforts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very comfortable, yeah. very quickly, he, he, no boundaries. Yeah. yeah. With Charlotte, she and Trey, they're separated but still married. Uh, what what is the boundary there? What how much um, sexual activity and where is appropriate? Right. And with with Samantha, it's she's. I think she's. I think the boundary in Samantha's mind is like it, it's a mental boundary of she's like I've done the girl thing. I'm not a relationship person anyway, so this will never work. Yeah. Um. And so she's not really got her mind open to letting that boundary down. Let's start. Tonight, by talking about Miranda's storyline. Sure. Maybe let's make it number one. Let me poop, let me poop. Can't hold it in anymore. Let me poop, let me poop. I should have closed the door. Miranda uh, is dating <sighs> Doug, Miranda. a cartoonist at the New Yorker. Sure. And this, is the first time, and this is the first time we've met him. Yes. Never met Brand him new before. Guy. Got it. This is it. Can I say I didn't realize yeah. that was Jim Gaffigan? You can say it. He didn't know. Well, this this episode aired in 2001, so it's been 16 years. He looked a little different then. Yeah. I've been trying to swim a lot, you know. You always hear swimming's the best exercise, but have you seen how fat whales are? <laughs> whales, they're like swimming all the time. It's not working, whales. Yes, he's wonderful. He's yes, a real he's whiz kid. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Doug is a cartoonist for the New Yorker. Uh, things seem to be going well, um, and no until, complaints here. Yeah, he's sleeping over a lot, obviously. Mm-hmm. Until it was a morning of firsts. It was the first time Doug had spent the night. And the first time a man had peed in front of her. She's brushing her teeth and he's peeing. Oh, that's I love how big her eyes they get. They do. Yeah. Little saucers. And it's extra bad, I think, because like you're you've got moistness in your mouth and you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> And then that sensory thing of like yeah. then then he picks that time to go pee. Yes. Um my question is um, if we want to share, how many of us have ever had someone pee in the room with us? Oh, I have. Uh-huh. I'm not into it. I never have, and I never will. I've had a few different partners who were, like, super fine with that, and I sort of went along with it because I was yes. like, well, I don't, like, kind of like Miranda towards later yes. in this episode where she was like, maybe I should let my boundaries down. Yeah, I, I want to be like... I never enjoyed it, though. Yeah, I want to be cool and, like, with it. I honestly have never had brothers. So I found mm-hmm. it really interesting, and I, I I found myself asking all the technical questions. Like, <laughs> do yes. you really write your name? Yes. How do you keep it from, spla- like, splashing? Yes. Right. Sure, there's like, a do, curiosity do you element like to, of it. Because I don't have a penis. Yeah, I and think so of I, you, I think Abby, it's interesting. I, think I have dreams is... about having a penis. Because <laughs> I want to know. That's yeah. What, that's amazing. Yeah. Abby, I think of you as very professorial. Like yes. you're it's about the education yeah. of it. Like Give please me that like syllabus. Help Give me it to understand. me now. <laughs> yeah, like yep. what you, exactly. Today, so urethra. Tomorrow, testes. Yeah. I guess I'll never know what I missed on that first day of health class. Don't have sex. Because you will get pregnant and die. Don't have sex in the missionary position. Don't have sex standing up. Just don't do it. Promise? Okay, everybody take some rubbers. Here's my thing. A bathroom has a door for a reason. Right. I'm with Miranda on this. I'm actually very staunchly with Miranda Ideally, a bathroom has a fan that makes noise for a reason. Every bathroom should have a fan and a lock. And I have been in situations where a bathroom has not had a lock. And I don't trust those people. Right. Like people, these are the people's houses that they own. It's not even yes. that they're renting. Yes. Why don't you have a lock? You can even get that little kind that's like the little hook in the latch. You don't have to install yes. anything. You basically just screw it in. Right. Why don't, the, if there's any room that needs a lock and a door, right. it's the bathroom. I mean. Besides the front door. Yes. That's right. important as well. Yes. I would rather have someone <laughs> burgle me than walk in on me I in the bathroom. The I know that you mean that, yes. too. I, I That's legit not even a joke mean. for Alex. I'd be like, take anything you want. Just I just don't I watch have to pee. go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. real well, quick. Well, question. Yes. Has it ever accidentally happened? Has anyone no. ever walked in on you no. accidentally? I, you know what? Here's my analogy for that. 
I just bought some AirPods, okay. uh, which are these wireless earbuds for sure. your iPhone. And they're like 160 bucks. And everybody, when they see it out on the street, me wearing them, they're always like, oh, I want them, but I know I'd lose them immediately. That's how, what I say. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. If you care about the things that you buy and value them, you remember where they go. Sure. When I go to the bathroom, I value my privacy. Sure. I'm going <laughs> to lock the fucking door. Like, yes. I'm not going to forget But, like, to do what that. if... You think you're alone. Or yeah. what if you're in a different house that doesn't have a lock? Yeah. Or what if you think it's locked, but like you didn't, you misunderstood how the lock works? I'll, right. a- I'll answer those point by point. Okay. Your first was yes. if I'm alone, I lock the door. I believe The you. second is I if you. there's no lock, I hold it. The right. third is mm-hmm. I will understand that fucking lock Wait, before I you use hold, the restroom. You hold it. You're holding the you door hold the or you're holding you hold your the door pee? closed. Depends on the door. Ah, uh, yes. Because sometimes you can't reach. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. I, I don't understand. Uh, and then I promise we'll move on. I don't understand, uh, like, n- non-gender bathrooms, meaning the bathrooms where everyone can go in the same bathroom. Yes. I'm fine. This is not a thing about uh, transgender. I want right. anybody to go in whatever bathroom they want. Yeah. I just don't want to go into a bathroom with the opposite gender i i'm i don't i i'm too self-conscious to yes. do that you know there's a term it's called pee shy i'm pee shy i'm pee shy I'm with pee my shy. own gender yes. i will when i go to work what i do is i the the way we have it at work is it's a urinal and two stalls i'll open the door to the bathroom and then i'll look down to see if anyone's in the to stalls see if anybody's in there if they are goodbye I'll come back yeah, I'll, just I'll what is checking the comments before? Abby, Alec, and I are kind of obsessed with this podcast that hasn't put up a new episode in probably a year or two called Duty Calls, Ooh. and it's about people's like shit emergencies, mm. if you will. Um, instances most often the stories are instances where um, someone you know they're trying to hold it and they just don't make 9-1-1. it. Nine one one, but number two, yes, nine two two. So, but but Miranda, so she getting back to the episode. She, she, he's, he pees while she's brushing her teeth and she has a conversation with the ladies and she's like, he just whipped it out. I'm brushing. I look over. He's peeing. Well, at least you can probably say he's your boyfriend. Only a boyfriend would do that. I don't want a boyfriend who does that. It's never okay to do that. Wait your turn. Shut the door. Do your business. I'm sorry, but the bathroom is private. Go in there, shut the door, do your business. Right. Wait your turn, do your business. You don't do it in front of each other. Mm-hmm. And Carrie is highly amused because right. she's like, Miss mm-hmm. Boundaries has met Mr. No Boundaries. Right. Yes. Um, and Miranda, to her credit, she takes that in. She thinks about yeah. it. She's like, maybe it's a challenge. I need to relax. I like this guy. Perhaps I need to just chill out a little bit. And she yeah. seems to be pushing her own boundaries and yep. pushing the envelope. And yep. she... Likes it. She's uncomfortable. He yeah. walks in. She gets pee shy. Yes. She's unable to pee. And then immediately, <laughs> yeah. as soon as he leaves the room, she's able to pee again. Which, to the sound guy's credit, that's all that done in editing. The that pee sounds were yeah. great in this episode. Yeah. They were yeah. really authentic. Because yeah. you know that's not in the script. I'll do anything except work in the sound department. Those guys are beautiful geniuses. Holes. Seeing that Miranda has joined in on the fun, yes. as it were, if we can call She's this horrendous com- invasion of privacy fun. <laughs> She's very comfortable. Yeah, she's she's given it a shot, yes. and, yes. and Doug's like, "Cool." And Miranda's making some coffee for them, and he and he yells out to her, "Wow, that smells great!" And she's like, "Thanks, it's the cinnamon I put in the." Do not go in there. Woo! Doug escalated. He really escalated. Yep. He went number one to number two, and he never looked back. And it was unfortunate. Right. And that was enough for Miranda to say, you know what? This dump made me dump you. Yeah. Which is what, oh boy. Which is what Carrie said. And I got to say, I agree with her. If that happened, if that truly happened to somebody that I just started dating. Yes. I'm gone. Well, I believe her her exact quote, I wrote wrote it down. Yes, please. An open door dump was definitely worth dumping someone over. Yes. Now, question, personal life. Yeah. Now, TMI, sorry if this is too personal. No, please. What are your personal rules? Have you ever... 
I feel like there's one, no number two there's in front no, of another person. No, there's no need for a personal rule when it comes to number two. I feel right. like that's a, the universal rule. It's a universal yeah. boundary. It must. It must be, yeah. or else I don't know what it means to be human. Yeah. What's us, um, Doug? I do. The thing is, I do know that there are people in this world who enter he, Doug. Yeah, enter <laughs> exactly. Doug enters um, stage right. Um, and and you know, and this is just that thing where there are as many ways to live in this world as there are people who live in it and i get it that for some couples they're like we share everything i shave my legs i hike my leg up on the thing and i shave my my pubis region um who am i pubis um (laughs) you know wine but also i yeah we we take dumps in front of each other what's the big deal it's intimacy okay and i'm like no that's the opposite of but for some people, it's fine. Right. So, but no. Per- like, let's live with a little mystery sure. in our lives. Uh, you want to be attractive point. for your partner. Yes. yes you it's be, not yes. about being, like, prudish or, like, not not letting loose or cutting loose or, you know. Or, like, bodily function sure. shaming. Like, no. obviously, everybody does it. But I, I don't need to know every single thing that goes on in a person's life. Right. I don't think it's any different from like what Alec has schooled me on before um, communication wise where where like I have a tendency to just like say everything I'm thinking and feeling. Right. And where he'll say to me like, you know, gently he said to me, you don't have to say everything you're thinking. Um, And he doesn't mean it. All he means is like, Maybe just practice a little reservation. You don't have to say, like, just a modicum of just, like... And I say this... And I think that's the same kind of thing. It's just a different I've said this stuff to Kat through the door while I'm pooping. Right, yes. (laughs) Do you think this is... Do you think this is R. Kelly's favorite episode? You know what? (laughs) I I have have just a general question about Miranda. Okay, great. Um, I'm not very well versed in Miranda and Miranda isms Mm -hmm. but I will say that the first episode I saw her hair really bothered me yes and again it bothered me in this episode because you know her and love her and and she's her this character that's become alive for you do you see past that now like I do you can watch this episode and it doesn't bother you yeah and also her hair kind of speaks to her character like and maybe it's a maybe it is um a uh, an element of the time in which the show came out to sure. like I, I mean I I'm, think so you know that she's sassy, she's a lawyer hair. she's sassy yes. she doesn't take shit from anybody right and like she's got this I, I always prefer Miranda with longer hair but yes. you never really get what you want with Miranda when it got comes it. to her hair you're never like in in the movies and, and there are some like season five and season six. She's got some on point. Okay, and we're in dudes. four right now. We're in four. four. Okay. You can and you can find pictures of Cynthia Nixon on the red carpet in real life with longer, like blonde hair. Oh, like, interesting. Not bleach blonde, but like a honey blonde hair. Ooh. Um, in her personal life, and uh, boy. Does it look amazing? But that's okay. just not Miranda, you right? Know? Yes. Also, you can find pictures of Cynthia Nixon completely. Shaven, her okay. head yeah. bald, and she. Oh, I mean, interesting! I just love her so much. I don't know that there's anything she could do fashion wise that would I would sure. like have a problem with. But yes, the hair. I would never wear the hair she wears on this show. I, I do think it's a product of the time. Got um, it. I agree okay. with Alec. I think it was like professional woman, short hair. Sure. You know? I don't know. And I love. I love that you guys know and love Miranda so much as a person that you, mm? could, you see. She's past. so complicated. I'm just on the outside looking in, and that yeah. it was a hard. It's hard to overlook. Yes. Um. Speaking I of that. hard. Yes. Let's talk about Charlotte. And I love Trey. that transition. Thank you. Um. Charlotte and Trey find themselves in an interesting place in this episode. Yes. Meanwhile, 35 blocks north at Dr. and Mrs. Young's cocktail party, another set of exes were enjoying the view. Look at all the shades of green in the hillside. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful as your ass in that skirt. Trey. Well, it is. (laughs) Now that Trey and Charlotte had opened the door of communication, Trey wanted to get in everywhere uh they were married and then separated and now trey has found himself um very stimulated by charlotte physically 
And um, they've been sort of going out into the world. He's taking her to doctor parties. Yeah, they, they, in this episode, they're at Winky and Bob's cocktail party. Whoever yeah. Winky is. Right. I feel like that's a rich white lady thing to have a nickname that's like... Bunny, Winky. Yeah, I bet you the writers had friends named Winky and Bob, and yes. it was Winky like a nod. Yes. It was a nod to them. Well, his one-eyed snake is winking <laughs> yeah. at Charlotte. At Charlotte's yeah. hot He's, little ass. Her, her damn fine. Her damn ass. fine. That ass. he'll see later in the taxi. That's yeah. Right. Um. So they're at this party, and Trey's being very handsy with Charlotte, and she's sort of charmed by it. But they're at this fancy party. She's like, "Let me at least grab my coat, and then we can go home and do it." Right. But moments later, mere moments, we see that Trey and Charlotte are going at it on the coats. This is an interesting episode because um, it is about pushing boundaries. We talked about Miranda. Now here, it's sort of like the idea of public sex. Right. How? What can you get away with? How and far can you go? I, again, not a thing I'm comfortable with. Well, it bothers me that um, when, when Trey convinces Charlotte to spontaneously have sex in the coat room... Um, which you couldn't convince me to do, no matter how much you'd paid me, because uh, it's the coat room. People are going to be coming in and out of there a lot. Yeah. Um, but he just, like, shuts the door. There's no locking of the door. I get it. It's television. Um, but, yes, it's that kind of thing stresses me out as well. Uh, here's, okay. So, I get why it's hot. And, like, on TV shows, or even the idea of it in real life, sure. there, there is something hot about it. And I guess the idea of getting caught is is sort of part of, like, you know, what makes it so exciting. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, if my coat was under them. Right. And it's like, I went to Ben Sherman. Ugh. I paid 400 yes. bucks for it. Gross. It's just my size. It's sort of a light blue. Right. It's sort of like a sky or robin's egg blue. Again, not trying to judge, but, right. you know, like, let's take other people into consideration if we're doing it in public. If I'm right. the taxi driver, you're doing it in the back of the taxi. Even just the the extreme making out they were doing in the back of the cab. Like, and I, I, I also feel like this is um, part of the whole New York as a character in the show. Because sure. You know, from what I understand, people, when you live in New York City, it's like your your square footage in your own apartment is pretty small. You don't spend, generally, you don't spend as much time, like, lounging about at home. You live your life out in public. People yes. have fights in the street. Shut up, you bitches! I call the cops! Fuck my car! Yeah, keep talking up! Come down there and cut it off for ya! They, mm -hmm. you know, they make, they have sex in the back of a cab, like... I, I, I understand what they're doing. It's just like the, the like control freak in me is like, no, that's a stranger that, you know, you don't, yes. that's disrespectful to Which them. Which is what it's she was weird. saying. Yes. She's like, let's wait, let's wait. We're five blocks away. And she ends up getting out of the cab and slamming the door. Yes. She talks to the ladies about it and they have sort of a fun conversation. Have you guys ever done it in a restaurant bathroom? Lotus Sparks. Somewhere over Chicago. She said restaurant bathroom. There were warm nuts involved. Classy. How about a coat room? Lotus, my last birthday party. I'm out. Syrup? Mm. Are these theoretical questions or are you getting busy, Missy? Trey and I. Coat room, Friday, bistro bathroom last night. But I thought he couldn't. Well, apparently he can. All over Manhattan. He ultimately, she's. It, it prompts her to say, what are we doing? And can you not have sex on a bed? I mean, is the is the problem that being on the bed will remind you of like the impotence that you once had? Right. Pretty articulate and, you back to that and place. Uh, intuitive on her part. I feel like she's really yeah. hit the nail on the head. And you know, I've always, I think a trope in life is that. You know, women, it takes a certain, um, they have to be in the right place mentally mm -hmm. to, to sleep with a guy, uh, sure. to, to like, you know, get aroused. But I also think that in some sense, that's true of men right. too. Like, if Trey is put in this situation where he, w like, had all these sort of sexual failures, that literally being in the spot where he is could be enough of to, a trigger, like, yeah. yeah, to put him off his game. And all of a sudden, he's pee shy. Yeah, I he's get totally it. wee wee shy. I get it. Um, <laughs> I, I, Abby, I too much get it. Okay. I too much. Get so it. let me ask you guys this. Yeah. 
Have you ever made out with anyone in a taxi? Like extreme make out, you had no, to negative. push pause. I would feel too strange in front of an Uber driver or a taxi driver. I, I would just feel too weird about it. Alec? I've made out on a Greyhound bus. Okay. And when I say high Greyhound, I just mean like a bus on a high school trip. Yeah, then you're yeah. on your way in the darkness. You've got a yeah. blanket. You're hiding the things that are happening under the blanket. That's not the same as being two feet from your driver. Do you know what I mean? First, Were you in the back of the bus, probably? First French kiss with Brittany Fippen. <gasps> and get this. We thought it was all private, but you know how the buses have those TVs? Oh, yes. no. Our reflection was in the TV, everybody watching. Oh, no. Was there any, be honest, was there any funny business going on, like, under a blanket? No, just the making out. But by the way, I was an exhibitionist. I didn't even realize it. Because when I heard... That yeah. they were watching on the TV. I was like, "Good, you liked give it. me of a dollar." You were proud of yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because everyone knows you made out with Brittany Fippen. Brittany Fippen. She had a little gap in between ooh, her two ooh, front teeth. That's right. Very 2017. We said, it "Fall into the gap." Remember that? Oh, mine yes, is a gap. Yeah. Cool J. Yeah. Gap commercial. Fall wow. To the gap, and I did. Mind just the, gap, the once because I don't think I was very good at Ladies it. Ladies love at cool. The time. Al. Nor now. <laughs> um, How exciting! Yeah. So Trey Trey says, you know what? Yeah, we should try to do it on the bed. He doesn't articulate it. She like gets that, upset but. after she's stormed out of the cab. He yeah. calls her. He calls yeah. and he says, "You know, so if we do make love in my bed, could we do it in the back of the cab?" And she's like, "Maybe. Let's talk about it." He's yeah. just basically like, "Look, I want to make sure it stays spicy." Yes, it's like the Guy Fieri of yes. having sex. Now, I've been hearing a lot about a place called Super Duper Weenie. Do like, you know who Guy Fieri loud. is? He's I the don't. Food Channel guy. I don't. He know. looks like the lead singer of Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, how exciting! I he, love. Yeah. He's got on the bleach side. blonde, like spiky hair. He spikes it out with like gel, and that's he's, like very Justin Timberlake from 1998. It is. Yes, and he's got like a goatee, but the goatee is usually like black. Oh, that's his hair is blonde. It's oh. very. He's stuck in some kind of 90s. Gorgeous. Moment. I bet he has all kinds of boundaries. Speaking of all kinds of boundaries, let's talk about uh, fucking Samantha. Storyline. Yes. I forgot her name for a second. <laughs> yeah. um, so Samantha uh, and the ladies find themselves at the opening of an art gallery. Right. If you like in New York, something's opening at every moment possible. Right. Because not in this episode, not only is the art gallery opening, but Tao is opening. Right. Or Dow is I. I thought I had a problem it. with that too. I was like, Alec, if Alec has taught me anything, it's that T A O is pronounced Dow with Tao a, like a D. Is pronounced Dow. Now, interesting. Abby, I have a question for you. Please, okay, ask. little Miss Questioner. Yes. Have you ever noticed, uh, or have you ever, have you ever? Uh, like heard of a restaurant opening and you're like I got to be there for opening night because that's no. Carrie in a nutshell like she wants to be there she wants to go to the exclusive the clubs that love you it. need a key like it's no. her favorite thing no you'd rather I wanna, be at home in your sweatpants yes I want to have these monopoly pajama pants that I love to put on when I'm not going to the club yes yeah. and I just prefer to wait until there's no line same yes. I, I will say this this. There was a tiki bar downtown that opened called Pacific Seas. I got a question. Did we go though? Hell no. See, but I we, thought we about love, it. Right. We get I get as much enjoyment out of saying we should really go. It opens on Tuesday. Right. As I would actually going. In fact, sure. probably more because I can wear my Monopoly pants. Yes. But I, like I, in many ways, it's like in another life, I would love to be like Carrie, where yes. I'm in the know. I know what that new place is, and I'm I'm gonna yes. go get their microb and like have a really fancy night on the town. Right. Who cares? I have to wait a long time. I'm having a few drinks. Wow, wearing my cute dress. But really, I just, it's so much effort, and I don't want to be around a bunch of strangers who are sweaty and drunk. I'd rather be at home with my Monopoly pants. Right. Well, to be fair, Park Place, 
um, you have a different set of like mores and standards yes. and values and baggage. And so yes. like we like movies. So yes. we'll go opening night to a, a movie we can't wait to that see. That is really I true. was like a play, like our friend mm-hmm. is in and we can't wait. And like opening night, we're there with roses. Whereas point. like other people who love the club yeah they that's their world right, and they yes. can't wait they've been waiting for three months for this place to open and they get all dressed up and they go and yeah. i get that that's not my world so i'm not gonna be yeah. there does 50 cents say you can find me in the club pocket full of bub girl i don't know i bet he says that yeah but I know that he says I'm into having of... sex. I ain't into making love, and that's so come, so come give, give me, me your a... love. Come give me a hug. Oh, I thought come it was give come me give me hug. your love, which is more ridiculous. Come give me your love. <laughs> Maybe I just have <laughs> more, I appreciate more romantic like, version. Yeah, no, it's like come give me a hug because hug is a gateway drug. To, to a rub a dub dub. Yeah. I love white people rap splaining right now. That's what yeah. we're doing. And then, then I I got the bomb. Not the bomb, you know. Not the good kind. Of. Is this funny? Do you think that this is funny? Just trying to, you know. You are mortifying me. It's it's embarrassing, but also embarrassing. Oh. So speaking of embarrassing, yes. let's talk about Samantha's storyline. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. So Poor Samantha's couldn't watch. at a uh, at an art gallery opening. Yes. And um there is an artist there and her name is Maria. Right. And Maria. Maria is Brazilian. She's played by Sonia Brago, who was the first Brazilian actor to receive an Emmy nomination. Ooh, for what? I didn't look that not up. Not Sex in the City, that's for no, sure. No, yes. definitely not. She and her eyeball necklace are going to move on to another role. Yes. She ain't too good on this show. Yikes. So, uh, Samantha approaches Maria uh, and says, like, your work is wonderful, but where are all the men? And then she says, you remind me of a West Side Story. And uh, Maria says, I, I kissed a girl and I liked it. She does exactly. say that. That's what she says. Exactly. Maria's a lesbian. That's right. And uh, Maria's really got a thing going on. Um, She's jonesing Samantha. for Samantha, yeah. would you say? Yeah, and there's hey. almost a little, there's almost like a little ghost moment they have later where they're like washing hands and touching hands into yes. water. And Samantha says, sorry, I tried it. I'm not into it. I respect you, but I'm not interested. She, it, it seems to be very important to Samantha for them to be friends. She's like, could we be friends? And like, and then they immediately go hang out at Dow, like, you know, a couple nights later, like, when else do we see... We don't see Samantha, like, making friends, except when it's convenient to the storyline. This is one of those things where yes. it bothers me because it's inorganic. What is organic is the last episode we watched where Samantha... Um, or one of the last episodes where she's hitting on her priest. Um, uh, not her priest. Um, but that kind of, like, campy storyline is what's is what makes sense. When they try to make her, like, desperate for a new friend and, like, falling in love with people, except for I buy it with Richard. But everybody else, I'm like, eh, I don't, it feels forced. Well, I, think, I think the last episode I watched with you guys, she, she was obsessed with the neighbors next door that were making a lot of sex yes. noises, and she showed up and ended up being an old couple. She was That's absolutely unattractive. <laughs> but she was, yes. like, a little interested in being sexy with this mm-hmm. woman. Yes. Yeah. And then when it turned out she thought she had hurt her feelings and Maria was very forward about the way she felt about Samantha, she went into the bathroom and they kissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting to me because what what I understand about Sex and the City is that normally each relationship wraps up in an episode, That's but this right. one did not wrap up. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. I don't think as of this episode we've ever seen Samantha turn somebody down and she had to turn down Maria um, at one point, she had to say, like, I've done the girl thing once, twice, usually involving a guy and a couple of quaaludes. And it was nice, really, and really nice by the guy. But I'm not a relationship person. And in so many of the episodes, I, I'm now realizing, are Samantha doggedly pursuing someone right. or, or after some goal. And it's so rare that we actually see Samantha on the other side, right. like having to say, like, oh, this is And isn't feeling bad or feeling bad about yeah. saying no things. So this is interesting for us to see, like, 
sort of the tables turn with Samantha. Um, this this storyline, I'm be real honest with you, it I, I cringe whenever I watch it. It feels like it's sort of piggybacking on what Kat was saying. It feels so inorganic to me as right. far as like the character of Samantha that I understand. She doesn't want to be in a relationship. She's not a relationship person. Right. I haven't figured out what it is about Maria that's so intriguing that Samantha just has to like dive head first. Sure. Um, yeah, I feel this. like if the chemistry were better, uh, if we had a little more information about Maria's character, if her hair wasn't so stupid, oh, maybe we yes. could right. buy Samantha yes. like being like the pull, the magnetic pull is just too much for me to. Yeah, but but I just I don't buy it either. What would you have preferred to see? Like, what would you from what you know about Samantha and how much you love her and how much you know her as a person? What would you have believed that I'm, she would have found the attractive thing is, in a I'm female? Down, I'm down for the lesbian storyline. I'm not into the whole idea of them trying to make it a relationship thing. And you'll we will see because um, she's in another like two episodes, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, and. Samantha gets into a whole relationship with her and they try to talk about like what it's like to be in a relationship with a woman versus a man and Samantha's fed up with the fact that Maria just wants to take baths and talk about their feelings which is really reductive and like that's not what all women are like um, but I, I feel like for me I would rather the storyline have been less about like Samantha falling in love and more like she decides to take a lover who's yeah. a woman I like think if it were more flirty and fun yes. I would be totally down it's Got too it. far too fast the Got goal it. The, the goalposts they set for themselves, I think, wasn't earned. You I know, see. like, to get to the point where we are. I mean, the, here's the, I think the bothersome thing for me is the turn that Samantha makes is based on Maria saying something nice about Samantha. Maria says, You, you are magnificent. You really kick ass. Like, the way that you stood up for your friend at that dinner, yeah. that's really hot. And yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And that makes Samantha yeah. decide to pursue. That's sort of like, if you really think about that, it's sort of a weird self-serving. Yes. Like, yes. oh, She's you like, think oh, I'm oh, you think I'm cool. amazing? Great. Yeah. Let's make out. Let's I, see I, what happens. I agree with Kat. I think it's like, they should have, like, hooked up. Samantha should have been like, Oh, you know, like, I'll go for that this one time. Okay. And then done it, and then been like, wow, that was really hot. Yes. Then Maria says, I want to do I Like, Samantha's like, let's do this again. And Maria's like, only if we do it in a relationship. When you're sleeping and you're dreaming of a boo, I want that boo to be me. I want me to be that boo. So will you date me? I'm okay, baby, yes, fine, baby, fine, fine. Yes, baby, I will. Baby, I will go out baby, with you. Enough, baby. please. Really? Yes. Dude, you wore me down. Just stop singing, please. The four sweetest words in the English language. You wore me down. Do you think it's unfair? Do you think it's a double standard that people generally think that it's easier for two women to kiss each other than it is for two men to kiss Do each other. Do people think that? Yeah. I think it depends on who you ask, because if you ask a gay e man, he'll be like, I'll kiss him all day, all night. Every Alec I've asked. <laughs> I think it is. Me. I think, it, of course, I think it is. Um, I, I think, I think part of it is just women are, I think women are more, and a lot of this, I think, is society's, um, uh, stigmas but women are it's more acceptable for women to Ugh, kiss each other society it's the worst am i right yeah. well i think this i think society says what a woman can kiss another woman without being a lesbian but if a man kisses another man he's definitely that's gay. right Isn't yeah. that i think society that's right says? yeah yeah if a guy blows you right you're not gay oh yeah do you know how many times i've not been gay <laughs> Wow. That's yeah. a different... Speaking of not being gay, yeah. Carrie and Big yes. and Mr. Jazz. <laughs> yes, Ooh, that She's was not Abby. gay at all. She loves these two yes. men and she's a woman. Ooh, that's true. Carrie is having... Carrie and Big are, you know... They're who knows what they are, but you know what? It, what they are doing is yeah. they're having fun, and they're, they're just going out. friends. Yeah. He, someone once said that when one door shuts, a window opens. Big and I had shut our door, but our window was open and blowing a great breeze. Sarah Jessica Parker and Chris Noth as an acting duo, Oof. and how much unstoppable chemistry they have together. Yes, and how they make 
everything and anything work in a scene. I am so am impressed by them. We we open the episode with the two of them. They're in this jazz club. This is like, to me, this is classic sex in the city. The jazz music, the right. smoking, this the flirtatiousness. Yes. You just want them to take off each other's clothes. Yeah. Like, People don't dress up anymore. Like with waistcoats. And watch fobs. I'm going to bring back the watch fob. A man with a plan. Smoke, please. Now that Big and I weren't playing the dating game, we were free to just play, and it had never been better. It, it is so effective. Sure. And I don't know, is it the writing? Is it the directing? I don't know. It's all of it. But, but, but I will say that those two actors are earning their paychecks right. in those scenes. I want them to fuck. Yeah. I'm just some guy watching this it 15 years later. This is the stuff that makes later. people obsessed with Carrie and Big. This yes. is the stuff that made Mr. Big yes. such a thing, is that... You know, they just, you just love watching them together. So, is he a series reg? Is he in every episode? I, he's not a series reg, but he he's at least in half the episodes okay. each season. Okay, so um, top of show guest star. He's like top of show guest, but they couldn't exist without him. Like, sure. if he if he demanded more money, yeah. you better believe that yeah, they're Yeah, his agent probably calls. Carrie isn't Carrie without Mr. Big. Yeah, and... Um, Abby, do you not just feel the electricity between the two of them? When I you watch do, them and I love how they used Mr. Jazz to show how much she cared about him. And I think that's actually the final line of the episode. Like, to really know how you feel about a relationship, you need another relationship to mm -hmm. tell you that. Yeah. So, they're at this jazz club. They're having a good time. Uh, the, the flirtatiousness is out of control. It's steamy. It's sweaty. He takes her home. He says, I'll walk you up. And mm -hmm. she says, not tonight. There will be none of this. And then she sort of does this eyebrow. He keeps arching. lifting his eyebrows. Yeah. And she's like, there'll be no eyebrow lifting. How great is that? It's so cute. How it's great cute. is that? It's really cute. Um, I feel like the, the consistent till the end of time, like if you listen to this podcast 100 years from now, and I said that a woman was going home and then a man was trying to go up with her to sleep with her, that will forever be the struggle. Till the end of time. Like, a guy is always trying to take it as far as he possibly can. <laughs> but he handled it really well. He was totally yeah. fine with it. He was like, that's Totally cool. that's fine great. with it. Sure. He said, you're the boss. And he, yeah. like, he like, smiled open. and, like, yeah. kind of sauntered off in a magical yeah. way it's into that, the New York And it's York that night. naughty thing. It's that line that, Alec, I think you and I walked for a while there. Yeah. Where... Yes. We had been together, we had been apart, and then we were trying to negotiate being friends. And um, there were there were definitely, I think there were definitely some nights like this where yes. we were. It was kind of like we shouldn't. Okay, we won't until yeah. until we did. Yeah. But um, but speaking from experience, the guy is always like, we should. <laughs> and the woman's like, "Well, maybe not tonight." And the guy's like, "No, that's that's fine. That's yes. but you know what? I think that's proving what um what you tried to argue against earlier, which is that I think a lot of the time, and I really hate lumping all women into a category, but I do think a lot of the time women have a hard time opening up um for sex or you know that kind of intimacy if if they're not. Uh, if there's something complicated mentally going on. Sure. And there's a great, I think it is, what movie is this? Um, it's Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife, delivering this amazing monologue about women and about, and she cups her hands like, like a vagina and she's like, women are like a flower and it has to be beautiful and happy to open, to receive. Men are a battering ram and she's like hitting her fist into a hand and she's like, they don't need to be open. They can, basically she's talking about the idea that men can push through any weird emotional stuff. Sure. In the interest of, yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Um, and women are more like, I need to feel okay yes. before I can do it. Yes. And they can, anyway, I don't think that's 100% true all of the time. I certainly resent being told I'm XYZ because I'm a woman, but I do think there are some fundamental things. Sure. Anyway, but well, yes, Carrie is reticent. And to so sleep she's with she's him. mental. There's a mental block there. She's, yeah. There's a mental block for her to like go out with this guy, enjoy him completely, just be herself, just be with him, because she catches the eye of this jazz musician. Yes, they go out. They go out another night. They're going out a lot, and Carrie and Big wind up at this jazz club, yeah. and. 
uh, they're watching this jazz guy and he's yes. playing the bass, the stand up bass. And the moment he showed up on camera, Abby goes, Ew! Was that your? Was that the hat? It was the hat. It's the pork pie oh, hat. it was that. And then I wrote down this line. He calls her. He gets her number after a very awkward taxi yes. ride. Yes. He gets her number in front of Big, calls her later, and is playing jazz music over the phone. And he says. Do you know when I hear that song, I think of you? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's known her for, like, five hours yes. tops. Yes, ah! tops. It's, there are a lot of things that are tough to take yeah. about Ew, that. Gross. It's weird. Here's the thing about romance, <laughs> is that it's always <laughs> treading the fine line of amazing and or gross. incredibly gross. And I think yes. it all depends on the receiving end. Whoever yes. the person is on the receiving end and how yeah. they feel about what's being served It's like up. having the door open when you take a yeah. shit. Either it will be well received or, or not. Or it really terribly yeah. received. Well, I have a Carrie Bradshaw question. Yeah. As Sex in the City connoisseurs, she had has this moment where she goes on a date with this jazz musician and she like she she scats a little bit. Everything can sound like a jazz riff. Like uh a garbage truck is um down down but it daddy. I don't what is that it I don't now what it be bad. Really? Really, cause I um I get more of a, like a, I just scattered on my first date. Give yeah. me some credit. Right. Yes. Is there another episode where she, because I could tell she could sing yeah. when, when she was doing oh. this. Is there any other, because she started in Broadway, right? She was uh-huh. Annie on Broadway. She did, and she's a wonderful she singer. She actually can sing. Is there another episode like this where she, I, we get to see her sing a little bit? I'll put my reputation on the line right now and yeah. say she never sings. Okay. She ne- I mean, she might like hum or whatever, but sure. she ne- there's never, like, do you watch the show This Is Us? Uh, I've heard of it and I have auditioned okay, for it. Okay, so like Mandy Moore, like she sings all the time on the show. Yeah, it's she's Mandy like Moore. They're like, we have to give it. her a place to sing. I just auditioned to be her sad pregnant friend. Oh my god, you'd be perfect you'd as be her great. sad You look so sad. Yeah. I look real pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, the point being that they feature Mandy Moore yes. singing. But they do not. On they would have every right Hell to, no. but they don't. Got it. Yeah, they um, never do. What a little cool sneak peek for, fan, for fans of the yes. show that know Sarah Jessica Parker can sing. True. Yes. She does this little mmm, bop, bop, bop yeah. in the middle, and we it's get to know cute. that she can do it and for she can me, carry a tune. For me, it's an unfortunate use of the word scat in an episode where a guy shits. Yes. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, when, I have to say one thing, which is, uh, I have to say one thing i have lots of things to say um but this this one is that when carrie um you know the jazz singer backing it up to when he first when she and big are first watching this guy play his bass he's not a singer he's playing the bass slap it a bass Um, (laughs) he passes her a note like it's kind of cute and he's like is he your boyfriend and she just shakes her head referring no referring to big and um, then he, she and Bigger at the bar. He walks by. Big stops him, and he's like, "Hey, man, great job." He goes, "Ah, I do my best," or something like that. And then Carrie's like, "No, really, you were great." And he goes, "You know jazz," and. I know he's just starting conversation, but for some reason, maybe it's because I live in a world where that is on fire around me all the time, and I'm worried about my rights as a woman and um, really scared about my future. Um, uh, but but this time, I took it really personally that when Big offered him a compliment, he was like, "Thanks, man," and when Carrie was like, "Good job," he was like, "Oh, you know jazz." Are women not allowed to know jazz? Topple the patriarchy. I Fuck did, you, Ray fucking whatever your name is. I didn't notice that. I felt like he wanted to flirt with her and that was his open I know. That's exactly what it is. But right now I'm a little sensitive. Uh, I love, I, I gotta say, I actually really appreciate this character yes. of the jazz man because he's very ballsy. The jazz man. He's very... Carrie likes a jazz man. That's Smooth. what yeah. jazz. big tease is think about Think about how ballsy he is. First right. of all, first of all, he's a gentleman. 
I appreciate that he asks her if that's her boyfriend. That's right. Because I imagine that by asking that, he's saying, if it is your boyfriend, I won't bother you. That's a good man. Right. Yeah. That's a good man. If you just take off that damn hat. Now, second, he um, is just fucking great. No, that's not my second point. I forgot it, but I will remember What's your number two? In a second. My number two Well, whatever two it is, was... it's behind a closed door. Oh, it better oh. be. My Close second that door. is that he, in the, so he and Big and Carrie sort of have this awkward conversation because Big's standing right there and he's not his, he's not her boyfriend, but he's some sort of figure yes. in her life. And uh, they all take a cab together. Yep. And in the cab ride, which is Carrie in the middle, yes. Big on one side, Jasmine yes. on oh, the other side. Gosh. Jasmine asks for her number. I think that's Big so ballsy. the pen. And helps Carrie, when she stops writing, he's like, it's 6379 or whatever, which is really uncomfortable. Um, all of it's uncomfortable. But you're right. To, to, for a that's dude so to... Because clearly, even but though not it's not a, her boyfriend, he yeah. knows there's some kind of history. And he's yeah. just like... He's, it just shows gumption. But I, I also what say, like, what is his name? Craig, Craig Bierko. Craig Bierko, the actor who plays this, I think does it masterfully because he's not a douche. Right. He does it very he's just earnestly. Confident. Just confident. He's confident. indoor. And he's, yeah. Yes, that's and, a great... Um, like, if if that had been me, I, I would be like, well, hopefully in another dimension I'll where that guy's not again. in the yes. car, I would have done that. Yeah. But he just does it. Yeah. And, and and I really like that I about agree. that character. Have nice. you ever asked for a person's number when there were other people around? Yes, I have. Really? Mm-hmm. But I knew I'd get it. Was that? I knew I'd get it. Yeah. Um, was it Brittany like, Fippin? It wasn't When Brittany everyone was Fippen. watching you make out with her, you were in between smacking gums. You yeah. were like, mm, can was, I get your number? Is people it didn't 69, have phones back 69? Then. <laughs> <laughs> I got suspended for saying that once. Um, <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Calm down. Um, uh, no, but yes, I have done that. I, I'm sure both of you have many, many times had people ask for your number. Someone asked once at the post office. <gasps> Ooh, that's ballsy. Was it the was it the person in line with you, or was it like the the postal person? It was someone behind me in line. Yeah, yeah. And was doing the friendly chit chat, and yeah. they asked in the parking lot for my number. Yeah, that's really cute. Did you give your number? I did, and then they never called. Wow, they never called. They wow, never called. that's their loss. That's insane. By the way, it was to be so ballsy as to ask blur. for it and then not yeah. to call. They, you, know you know what? what? They died. They died. <laughs> they definitely they, they died. died. May they rest in peace. They, they literally so got in a car wreck moments later. May God rest. They were like, I have to get souls. to a payphone immediately, <laughs> and they died. This is really the epic love story of our time. It yeah. was really something. So Carrie and Jazzman go to the opening of this club, Dow, spelled T A O. And at the opening of it's not, this we restaurant. We keep saying club. Yeah, it's a restaurant. Isn't every it, restaurant the music is New like, York mm, club? Mm, yes. Mm, and mm, Big mm. is with a model who also, we find out, does coke in the bathroom. Her name is Shaw. The Y is silent. Yeah. How do you think it's spelled? As I think it's, I've always thought it was spelled S-H-A-Y. But uh, the Y is silent. It's Shaw. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got but it, got it is it. hilarious that she, I mean, the joke is that she she specifies he, she's like, I'm Shaw. The Y is silent. So, like, her name it is make Shay. Any sense? Her name is Shay, her name which is we, Shay. I think we all is. know that girl. Yes. I think it but must she be. She decides it's pronounced different. Yeah. So they're all at the. Oh, well, they're all Carrie and Jazzman. They show up. Show up. Run and into they Big find and Shaw. Big and Shaw. Yes, there. along with Samantha and Maria. And Samantha, I think Carrie and Jazz guy were me- must have been meeting up with Carrie with Samantha and Maria. <gasps> You're finally here. I got the last table. Let's go. Okay. I think Samantha is saying she shows up and she's like, hey, guys, you know, come on. There are tables ready, she says to Carrie. And Shaw is like, okay. And she, like, stumbles like a dumb model. And by the way, I think the actress does a really great job of, of, like, like kind of just being dumb. That's a co-star. She was wonderful. And I, Mm -hmm. yes, and I think that that's, like, a thing you could, you could be like, oh, well, that's some dumb easy part. But I think that's, I think that's 
difficult to pull off and she yeah. did a really good job because you i think she's kind of memorable and funny but she stumbles along and B- big rolls his eyes like oh she's an idiot and but he's like yeah. okay so they all wind up the six of them at a table together so at the we're at this uncomfortable dinner where it's big shaw carrie jazz man maria samantha and uh you know it's straight up awkward and i really just totally get jazz man because he just gets up from the table and goes over to the bar camps out at the bar yeah he's got his crab appetizer he's eating yep and carrie joins him and he's like that table sucks like let's get the fuck out of here Carrie uses the restroom. She finds Big's date Shaw in the restroom doing a line of coke. And using the bathroom. No boundaries. No No boundaries. boundaries. She does offer some to Carrie, though. She does. The coke, not the pee. And she also... No, she does. She offers the toilet to Carrie, too. She offers the toilet. And then pees in front of her, and then uh, Carrie excuses herself. Yep. Runs into Big, and Big has decided he needs to leave because he's just had a conversation with Samantha at the table. Yeah, where Samantha has really given Big the what for. So, just to, you know, get things straight, you and Carrie are just friends now, right? You're available? Yes, ma'am. So if you're just friends, what exactly do you think you're doing? Because that girl might come off like she's all strong and over it, but she's fragile. And she's my best friend. So I suggest you back off. Can't we all just get along? Excuse me. She says, you think she's strong, but she's really fragile. And that's my my best friend. So having this model here in front of her, what are you doing? Yeah. And I appreciate, I think it's really interesting and complex what happens after that. Because... Samantha sort of scolds Big, and then Carrie runs into Big after leaving the bathroom with Shaw, and Big has changed in sort of a subtle way. Right. But it's like, I'm not going to play with you anymore. We're not going to do this sexy dance where we're sort of flirting with each other and we're upset with each other. Because I'm realizing this is not strings... Free. This yeah. is- and or like I don't want to be be in front of you showing you I have someone else because that's immature and rude. Yep. And so he's like, we're just gonna go because I'm not gonna do that to you anymore. Yep. And Carrie doesn't like it. Right. And that's what I think is so what a great turn in this episode. Yes. Is when 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 she's stringing Big along. Yes. She's sort of liking it. Yeah. And the and when Big finally recuses himself. Yeah. She's like, oh, maybe this. It, maybe him sort of leaving me alone isn't what I wanted yeah. after all. She's playing back like how they've been. She's like, well, we were going to leave first. She's still mm-hmm. playing like they've been playing. Mm-hmm. And then realizes, oh, like he's actually taking this girl and they're going. They're leaving. Yep. And it's not a game anymore. So Carrie and Jazzman go back to her place and they have sort of like this sexy kiss that first kiss and it sort of leaves us with the to be continued yeah there's more story to be told which is rare in the sex in the city world but they've got more to say about jasmine they got more scatting to do well and it seems like she's saying it sometimes it takes another relationship for you to realize how you felt about the first one and that's really true yeah you have to sort of run the gamut of different people different relationships and experiences yes to put the things that happened in the past into context yeah because without context it's like being on a train in the middle of space you have no idea how fast you're going you have yes. to see the trees passing by to understand the speed at which you go sure well, yeah. that's deep i.e you. if you're dating man number two I now realize, wow, this is actually how I felt about man number one. Because yeah. with man number two, now there's the art of comparison. Yeah. When a man is going number two, I understand about when a man's going number one, yes. how I feel about right. that. Right. Yeah. Would yeah. you rather number one, number two? Yeah. Um, check, please. Yes. <laughs> um, at Dow. Abby. At Dow. It was so wonderful having you tonight. Thank you, you guys. You pleased the fans. I'm happy to be you here. You pleased the fans. Um, again, that was Abby Cobb on this episode. Um, uh, she's been on every television show that you've loved. 
um, in the last few years. She's a gem of a human being. Thank and you, you can follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Abby Cobb, A-B-B-I-E-C-O-B-B. That's right. That's my Instagram. Twitter's the lovely Oh, that's right. Abs. You are the lovely abs. But if you were to search Abby it's Cobb true. on Twitter, she'd come up. It's true. Yeah. I also had a really interesting experience recently where I worked on the episode, I worked on an episode of Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Yes. And everyone is saying that's the new Sex in the City. It's four best friends. Yeah. They're walking around So town. in some There's- ways, we have a Sex in the City alum. <laughs> In a theoretical, maybe, maybe different not. world. But I'm always happy to be back. Yes. Well, we, we love having you, and your insights are incredible. And uh, you're so fun and funny and uh, courageous Guys, mm-hmm. next, and brave. Next time you're in the bathroom, no matter what number, I want you to think of me. I will be. Yeah. I'll be thinking what would be worse than what I'm doing right now. Yeah. 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 That's don't, and by the way, don't worry. I always have thought of you. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad. Yeah. I'm so That's glad. heartwarming. Really. Um, Until okay. next time. Carry, carry on. on. Great. It, it, it's the center.